Hey, John, how's it going? What's up? Hello, hello. I'm What's hang- going on? I'm, 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 I'm hanging out. I'm chilling. We chilling? Do it. I'm, I'm doing nothing. Just, awesome. Just recording this episode. Uh, another week. What's up with you? <laughs> uh, not a whole ton. Uh, let me think. So, since the last time recorded, um, I went to a wedding last weekend. That was Whoa. fun. Who's wedding? Uh, not my own. Not mine. Uh, but a friend of mine from college. I uh, was getting married, oh. and it was, it was the first wedding I had been to where I was, like, not a child of a guest and just mm-hmm. a normal guest, so that was cool. Um... I, 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 not a fan of Catholic church services, though. Them shits take way too fucking long, <laughs> if I must be brutally honest. But yeah, no, uh, I, so, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, guys, if you hear this, but, uh, that, that shit could have been, like, half as long. <laughs> yeah, it was a beautiful time, um, and then I got an ear infection that I, uh, was battling this week that I'm recovering from. Um, so that's, that's been my, uh, very... Uh, adventurous gamers week. Cool. That's a <laughs> that's a fun week. Yeah. Uh, n- not not a ton else going on. Uh, let's see. Anything on my um, end? I think I think I think last week I mentioned that I was reading The Hobbit. Yes. Uh, in that time, I have finished The Hobbit. Okay. I I enjoyed it. It was a fun little time. I. I, I know everyone like keeps telling me like John the Hobbit is a chi- is a children's book, but it's like I haven't read a it's good. I haven't it's good, I haven't read a book for fun in a very long time. Like the Hobbit is a good one. It, it it was it was a fun little time. It was a nice change of pace in my life to like sit on my bed, read a book, not stare at a screen. Yeah. Also, like to be fair, the Hobbit is a kids' book from like. A while ago. Yeah. That shit is probably more dense than, I don't know, anything you would find on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true, but it's, uh, it, it's it's a little antiquated. Yeah. It's not the easiest read. So, of course, since I finished The Hobbit, I was like, well, now I have to start Lord of the Rings. And Did you? I, I, I went to the library. I, I checked the library website Friday night uh, because they're closed on the weekends. And... I wanted to make sure that they had, uh, I think it's Fellowship of the Ring is the first one. Yes. I, I, I was going to get them, you know, s- s- single copies. Uh, yeah, you're not, you're not doing all three of them and you're going to, you're going to accrue some library fees. Yeah. Uh, Monday came around. I, I, I got up at 11. The library opened at, I think, nine. Uh, I get there. Somebody checked it out. In, no. in in those two hours, somebody checked it out. Got fucking sniped. So unfortunately, I now have a copy of all three of them in one book, and it is kind of scary to look at because big books intimidate me. That has got to be a big ass fucking book, my guy. It's it's over a thousand pages. I mean, yeah, but like, I'm, I'm in my head. This looks like a cube. Like, it's, it's pretty thick. It's, it's, <laughs> it's shockingly how, like small, like dimensions wise. Aside from thickness, how small is the print? Uh, the print is I the when I opened it and I looked at it, my 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 instinct was like, this is the same way the Bible is printed. 
<laughs> it should look like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. It's it's small print. <sighs> well, I, I, I wish you the I best. I haven't of luck. started it yet, but I but I plan to uh probably this weekend. Probably tomorrow. And it's like on a bridge too? Yeah. It's That it, is impressive. It's on a bridge, it's got everything, it's got the appendices, it's it's all of it. <laughs> That's the. That's funny because um, or it's funny you should bring it up. It's not really, but um, I was talking about. I was like literally just talking about Lord of the Rings with some friends on another server uh, before we hopped on to record, um, and I was reminded of uh, my one how much I want to rewatch those movies. Um, but two, we're talking about specifically the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, and one of my favorite things I've ever learned uh, about them is that. So, the extended cut DVDs of the Lord of the Rings movie trilogy do not play on uh, PS3 or Xbox 360. <laughs> what? So, if you go online, if you go on Reddit and you search, like, Lord of the Rings, like, Xbox or Lord of the Rings PS3, there's so many posts that are like, please, I'm, I'm just high and I want to watch Fellowship when I feel like the universe is playing a very cruel joke on me. What is this? <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, that's, just, sh- shout out to how you can't watch those movies on an Xbox. That's fun. That's a fun, um, that's a fun piece of trivia. <laughs> I uh, don't know where I was going with it, but it's a good one. Uh, g- gaming news this week, uh, oh. my, my, my Final Fantasy fourteen raid group, last night we beat, we beat the first boss of the tier, we did it, we finally did it, it was, it was, it was a very big moment, I popped off, it was very cool, and then... We were we were talking about who was gonna get the loot. I I wanted my my new earring, uh, piece, and Simon also wanted his new earring. Simon Martin's patron of the pod. <laughs> uh, so we had to roll for it. I wasn't gonna relent. He wasn't gonna relent, and I beat his ass. I <laughs> he rolled. Get fucked, Simon. He rolled a seven. I rolled like a forty something. It's all over. Skill issue. <laughs> Skill issue. <laughs> nice congratulations uh what what else happened uh did you play dang. that did you play that new destiny 2 story did you get around i to did it? i did i did play it um it, it's got some more implications that i don't know if we can this i don't know how in depth we can go into it uh spoilers for people who care about destiny 2 lore but uh nezrak on the moon that's yeah. crazy that's crazy My- my guy up there, the the Lord that Nezarek is probably an Elixni, very cool. Um, and the why would I don't know how much like you've why would like he, seen people put together? Why would he be an Elixni? I can't remember the I I, remember, I there was there's there's been a bunch of posts on like Reddit and Twitter that I've been seeing uh speculating on it. Um, and part of what people have put together is that uh Nezarek was probably Elixni, and uh. The you know the seasonal exotic gun the fusion rifle yeah probably some parts of his body in there awesome very cool uh so yeah it, it's pretty neat it's pretty neat I think Nezrak is like a really cool lore figure um and like I used to make jokes about him all the time because I would wear the warlock helmet that yeah was called Nezrak Sin um so I'm really happy that like there's a little bit more development being given to like one of those lore characters that is in an exotic name and then never gets mentioned again. It's cool stuff. Yeah. I feel like 
This is all the, I, I I love Destiny, but every time the Fallen are like the main uh like the main focus of a story expansion, it's like, man, this game really tries to make you forget that it has the worst politics ever, you know? <laughs> it happens. It it, it happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> oh, that's fun. That's fun. Uh anything else going on? Uh, Besides Destiny 2's questionably handled racial metaphors, yeah, um, I don't know that that I think that was pretty much everything that happened this week that I care about. Um, another week of no Yu-Gi-Oh ban list. Uh, shout out to how everyone's been expecting one since the first of September, and it's been three weeks, and there still isn't one, even though we direly need one. Damn. Um. Yeah. No. Ga- no. No. No gaming news. I feel like things were announced this week that I just didn't care about. I don't know. We're not going to talk about whatever that was. Oh, what wait! Uh, the, the, the Spamton sweepstakes happened. That's relevant wait. to us. Well, didn't, wasn't the... um That was like... That, we, we talked about the last time. Like That was like a while ago. That was not this week. That was this week. Or the, the live stream? Yeah. Or was there a follow-up? Wasn't the live stream like two weeks ago or like, no. like last week? Have I lost all sense of time? When was the Spamton sweepstakes? It was it was five days ago. That was like a week ago. It, it's okay. It started five days ago, and then it, it there was like twenty four hours of donation. This was not before the last episode we recorded. Am I thinking, uh, by the sweeps, was there another stream, or am I just thinking of the one we're talking about with uh, Wayne Radio TV? I'm talking about the one with Wayne Radio TV. How did we not record an episode since then? I'm lost in the time vortex. We we have not recorded an episode since then. (laughs) Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, I I did watch the, the, the Spamton sweepstakes stream. It was fucking amazing. It was a good little time. It was great. It, it, It was a, it was a grand old time. What was your favorite part? Um. Hmm. I I liked the uh I liked it when um. He the the other Spamton uh bulb came out in like the green screen Spamton outfit and it that was started <laughs> to completely fall apart. That was really good. Um, I really liked the ending where Wayne's just like running. In fear, <laughs> most, most normal Wayne Radio TV stream. Did Did you like explore the website and get all the hidden lore? No, I was watching it in a call with some friends. So like, yeah. I was doing some other stuff while like I had it on the side. Yeah, my favorite part of the the sweepstakes experience was like, okay, Toby had to come out and say that the stream's not canon because a lot of people started asking if the stream was canon or not. God damn it. Uh, the stream is not canon. Uh, but there was a bunch of stuff on the website. There were, like, banner ads that you could click on that would take you to, like, di- different sections of the Deltarune website. And then, like, the item descriptions had, like, hyperlinks hidden in them to take you to, like, lore about Noelle and and her sister. and oh, and, and And other implications about, like, Spamton. It was good. I, I I had a fun time exploring the 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 site 
and getting I got I got jump scared at one point by uh by Spamtonize and it scared me. Sounds like I should check that out. Yeah, I'm uh I'm very uh hesitant to like really dive into the Delta Rune hole because I know that we're like on the outset of another like three or four years. Yeah. <laughs> no news, at least probably. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I'll 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 check that out. Um Delta is so good. It is. I I, I made myself sad because I was thinking thinking the day about how, like, uh, Delta is, like, this really big thing right now. I'm just, I'm just, like, hmm. Delta is, like, being this huge thing right now, right at the off, like, right at the outset of it, about to go on this big hiatus, has really got me feeling a homestuck type of way, is what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm just, I, I hope that by the time Delta comes back and is finished, uh, the internet has not turned on it for no reason. (laughs) Same. Yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of, um, do you want to talk about Homestuck today? I would love to talk about Homestuck. It's Ex- my favorite all- thing. All right, all right. I, I, we can do that. Uh, I think specifically we can talk about uh, Pester Quests, uh, Volume Nine. Is that correct? Yes. Our, our good friends Nepeta and Solace today. Woo. Um, I so. This is a. I, I guess we're ramping down a little bit. Last we had we've we've had some crazy ones, but we've we've got two good old just kind of normal side character trolls who don't do a ton. So I I guess let's get into it and let's find out uh, how they did these guys, shall we? Yeah. Uh, All right. I I would first like to shout out. Uh, back when this volume first came out, they they advertised the volume that week with like a like a 2008 format YouTube-ish video of Solix and Nepeta doing the funny caramel dancing dance. Oh my god! And that was a good. That was a good time. That that was that was great. I'm gonna need you to share share this with me. <laughs> oh, I gotta I gotta find it. I gotta yeah. Let me scroll. Let me let me find it. Not to me. No, you you can get this to me at a later point, but. That does sound amazing. Here it is in high quality. This is not the crunched version of it that they originally posted. Oh, fuck yes. Alright, thanks Discord, Twitter, and bed. Oh my god. Okay, I'm glad this exists. In in 2019. (laughs) Thank god. Okay. Uh... Do you want to start, or shall we start with the peta? Absolutely. Okay. Well, uh, let's get right into it then, shall we? All right. So, at the start of this volume, um, we're, we do a little bit of self-reflection as MSP Reader, uh, as usual. Um, feeling bad about forgetting all of our friends. Um, no longer, we're no longer uh, compelled by the same... Uh, thirst for friendship that we felt uh, throughout the story, and now we're just kind of going through the motions of it. We're doing it because we feel like this is our this is just what we do. Uh, so, let's just get it over with, and uh, let's see what's up with this next character. Uh, uh, it's the, 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 the mysterious Nepeta mentioned by Equius. Uh, so, uh, we zap on over to Nepeta's cave, and immediately uh, we are beset upon. Um, Nepeta, uh, takes us by surprise, and I, I guess, uh, is, like, pins us down and is, like, perched on our chest as she figures out what she's trying to do with us, or what she wants to do with us. 
Um, so we are I mean, okay. Finding ourselves not in a the great not in the, uh, a great nego- negotiating position. Um, Nepeto wonders uh, whether we are a friend or a foe, and uh, we frantically try to sell ourselves as a friend. Um, and Nepeto demands to know uh, if we're so friendly. What are we doing here, out here in the woods, and what has brought us to her? Uh, I guess neck of the woods. I, I've killed my chance to use that turn of phrase. Um. So yeah, Nevada wants to know what we're doing out here in the wastelands. Uh, at this point, we remember uh, that we have experience with cat girls before, and we 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 think back to our soldier purbeast training from Friend Sim, and we uh, acquiesce. We we give a role player's uh, I guess indication. We 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 use our body language to indicate in role play cat language that we're not a threat. And Nepeta takes notice of this, and uh, she invites us inside. She immediately friendlies up a little bit, and is like, Hey, seem nice, let's uh, hang out, you can explain yourself. Um, let's see. So we mentioned uh, that we probably share some mutual acquaintances, uh, such as one Equius. Um, Nepeta, at hearing this, lights up immediately, and uh, rushes over to her, to her cave and invites us indoors. Um... So we go inside, uh, Nepeta says, uh, just wait here, I'll get us some dinner and we can talk. Um, and we survey Nepeta's hive a little bit. Uh, well, her cave, more like. Uh, we see all of her obscure cave pings that we can't quite decipher the meaning of. Um, we note that it's just a cave. Everything in here is, seems to be natural, there's not really any furniture Nepeta's bed is just sculpted out of a recess in the wall. Um, oh, and there's a giant cat here to kill us. Uh, Nepeta returns just to save us in time from pounce. Um, and uh, lets her know that we are a friend and not food. Um, and she leaves again to uh, put the meat on the fire. Um, so we have a moment to ourselves here. Uh, MS Pre-Reader uh, sits back and we do a little bit of thinking about uh, our own statuses. An innocent bystander, um, and if we really have the right to call ourselves that with some of our newly unlocked memories, um, we start to consider that maybe we're not, maybe we are uh, dangerous, uh, maybe we are dangerous, we're not so harmless. Um, this train of thought is interrupted uh, pretty quickly by Nepeta coming back with a big old chunk of uh, just a freshly, just big old haunch of a freshly killed animal. Um, Hell yes. Nepeta was not was not fucking around when she said uh, she caught something for us. Um, so, uh, we just let her cook for a bit before we resume conversation. Um, so, uh, once dinner is done, or once uh, Nepeta has a break, uh, we talk to her again, and uh, she wants to know uh, how many of her friends she knows. And as it becomes clear that we just kind of know everybody, Nepeta's uh, excitement starts to turn into a bit more of a serious tone um, as she stares at us. Uh, for the first time, she, she make eye contact for the first time and she asks us uh, just what we are. Not who we are, but, you know, what are you? Uh, and here we can choose either to explain ourselves or deflect from the topic. So if we explain ourselves, um, we tell the truth, uh... Let's see. We don't know. 
we tell the truth that we don't know uh, who we are, or what we are, um, and that we have this feeling recently that we just don't belong in this story. Um, Nepeta uh, sits back and kind of takes us in, and she shares with us her own story to relate to that, which is like we've come to expect at this point about the game, um, how her and all her friends were set up to play this big game, uh, even the ones who don't usually play, like Equius. Uh, but something happened, it didn't work, and we're, they were just all left, uh, again, purposeless, with nothing to do. Um, and she relates that to a dream she has. Um, she describes uh, her prophetic dreams, um, not of Durst, but what sounds like the dream bubbles. Um, and more importantly, just how... In all of her dreams, she's seen herself, she's seen Pounce, she's seen everyone she knows, but she's never seen us. And she says, you know, I don't think that you, I don't think that you belong here either. And as soon as she says that, uh, she immediately realizes that she sounded pretty mean, and she goes off to hide herself in uh, Pounce's fur, which is very sad and cute. Yeah. And I felt really terrible as soon as it happened. Um... We approach her again, um, and we ask uh, why she doesn't live close to her friends. It doesn't seem like... It seems like she's kind of out of society. She doesn't seem to have a place in society either. Um, Nepeta uh, says she doesn't know the exact reason why, but when she was very young, she remembers something bad happening. Uh, lots of shouting and fire. Um, sounds like there was some kind of attack on wherever she lived. Uh, and since then, she hasn't lived in a normal hive like other trolls, but out here in the wastes with Pounce in her cave. Um, and she kind of, the wind kind of goes out of her, and she kind of curls up a little bit and says, like, I like it out here. And it's very sad. Um, and Miss Breeder, uh, we look at Nepeta, um, and we think of the other olive bloods that we know from Friends Him. Um, and we see a bit of, uh, Polipa in Nepeta, and we can see how somebody, uh, gets, how somebody like Nepeta could end up growing up into a more hardened person as a result of ex these kind of experiences. Um, and we do what we do best. Uh, we realize, you know, we can't, we might not be able to make her life any better, but we can bring people together. And so we take her hand and we zap her over to Equus's hive. And we just get the most wholesome little scene you've ever seen uh, as they meet each other for the first time. And it's just adorable. It's good. It's real good. Um, so that's the, uh, I, I, that's a good ending yeah. to this route. Um, now, if we go back to the decision and if we choose uh, not to be honest about who we are with the peta, and we choose to deflect instead, um... Our deflection is just kind of grabbing her and demonstrating our zap powers by taking her to Jade's bedroom, uh, where Dave and Jade are hanging out. Um, we interrupt a conversation about uh, a very uh, interestingly subtexted conversation about squiddles. Um, but uh, as MSP reader as MSP reader enters the scene with uh, Nepeta, um, Dave and Jade are very excited and happy to meet another troll um and to hang out but nepeta is just freaked out by the sudden change of scenery and in a panic she bolts for the window and we realize that oh shit we're up in jade's bedroom 
this is not a good window to jump out of. So we quickly zap uh, ourselves back to Nepeta's hive and accidentally bring Jade and Dave along with us. Now at this point, we are we come to the second, uh, or I guess the third uh, split decision in this route. So at this point, um, Nepeta is a little bit shell-shocked, still recovering uh, in the corner of the room. Um, and Pounce approaches uh, Dave and Jade in a, not a very friendly manner. Um, and Pounce leaps at Jade. And at this point, we have the decision to whether we make it there in time or not to save her. Uh, if we don't, then Pounce jumps at Jade. Jade pulls out her gun and shoots Pounce in the face, killing her instantly. Uh, Nepeta is, her is immediately traumatized by this and lashes out at Jade and Jade and Dave just run out of the cave and we spend a couple of hours trying to find them, uh, trying whatever we can to make things right and realize that we have just put ourselves in a game over state. We're fucked. It's shockingly dark. Yeah. (laughs) Um... If we get there in time and we intercept Pounce uh, before Jade can do anything drastic, um, Pounce uh, does maul us, uh, and we do start to fade to black, but we don't die. Um, we we wake up to find that Dave and Jade and Nepeta have all uh, joined forces to 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 care for us. Um, Nepeta has told Pounce off. Um, and they all seem to be getting along pretty well, uh, after Dave held your guts in while Jade stitched you up. Uh, Nepeta comes back with some herbal tea, um, Dave promises this is probably the good shit, uh, and we take the herbal tea, and we are in fact knocked out by the good shit as Dave and Nepeta and Jade continue to bond in the background, uh, as we sleep. And it's also very sweet. Hell yes. Uh, yeah, um, I gotta say, uh, first impressions coming off this, uh, I didn't expect that I was gonna like the Nepeta route this much. I thought it was gonna be a lot more, like, boring, uh, but this was really, really fucking good. Why'd you think it was gonna be boring? Nepeta is just, like, a character that people like, and I've just kind of come to it, I, I don't know, I've, I've always, I, like, I'm never going to disassociate Nepeta with, like, the boring character who everybody likes for some reason. Even though I also like Nepeta a pretty good amount by this point. Come on, um, it's because of the aesthetics of Nepeta. That's why everybody likes her. Yeah. I, th- I think that this route did a good job of justifying yeah. Nepeta beyond just being the funny cat girl. Yeah, I agree. Um, what do you What do you think of it? First impressions. It's a... I also enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's Nepeta. I, I find it hard to not enjoy Nepeta content. Uh, yeah, this is fair. I think it's interesting that there's two good endings on this one. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of the main thing that, like, caught my eye from like a uh, not just sitting there being like I love the funny trolls perspective yeah um I think what's also interesting is that one of the like the one of the good endings is like 
it, it comes after the choice to to uh, non-consensually zap Nepeta over to an unfamiliar setting, uh, which I was just surprised that there was a good end at the end of like such a like obvious like do not this is what you're not supposed to do do not do this to this poor character who is not prepared for it yeah um I kind of like I'm I'm reticent to like seek like just like a, a cynical explanation for everything but I kind of wonder if like there's an Apeta Equius ending in here just because like it would be immeasurably cruel to not give the fans uh, a little bit of, like, wholesome Nepeta Equius yeah. uh, moral content uh, at this point. Yeah. That's probably um, why it's there. Yeah. I think, uh... Yeah, the... As far as that actually goes, I find the whole, like, Nepeta Equius thing a lot more believable when, like, we're talking to Nepeta and she likes him. Um, and I liked the comparison that it made of, like, uh, you know, they're both super strong, they can, that must be, that might be a reason that Nepeta likes him. Um, but I also, like, I think that this reading also kind of made it easier to understand why they might get along better. Yeah. Uh... The the notion of, like, how Nepeta came to be, like, a feral child is, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that it's ever really addressed in Homeslug. It's just kind of it's, is that yeah, way. It's not. As, yeah, it is part of the, like, the furry, like, it's it just part of her whole, like, oh, Nepeta is, like, a, a furry character. She's, like, a, the, 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 the deviant art character, uh, so she's actually, like, an animal person, like, whatever. Yeah. The, the closest we get to an explanation is uh, when we're learning about the ancestors and we we learn that her ancestor after uh, the sufferer was killed uh, just fled into the wilderness. And huh. like, that's the closest thing we get. And even then it's just a like, it's supposed to be, it's a, it's a non-explanation. <laughs> it's like, oh, the, the, the character that she's associated with in the lore did the same thing. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to make of the the Dave and Jade ending. Like I I I I know that like what they're going for. Like my brain is going, oh, this is this is pointing towards uh, Dave Petta, and I don't I don't know what to make of it really. I don't necessarily think that it has to be about Dave Petta. I mean, they're like in the same room together, but um. I felt like there was a lot more to the, uh, I feel like having, like, a group ending and not, like, having it be, like, Dave and Jade, I think put more emphasis on it being, like, you know, the group aspect of it, and less so just being Dave there. Um. But, but, like, why Dave and Jade? I mean, it could have been, I guess could have been, like, John and Rose. Um. I don't know. I guess that's fair. Uh, what was up with um Nepeta's nickname for Dave? Did I, did I miss that reference? Uh, that's it's it's a deep cut Homestuck reference. Dave had a a persona in like early Homestuck, like really early Homestuck, like maybe like Act Two, Act Three. You're they patched this in. That didn't happen. Yes, it did. Come on. 
I'm sorry. Okay. Or I guess I'm sorry. I'm searching this. Page is Aquita the name. Page eight two nine. Holy fuck! By the way, my name is Aquit Permas. I told you, this deep. Awesome. That's a deep cut. Oh, this is the same page where Tape says the F word. Yes. <laughs> the LGBT community has forgiven Dave Strider. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is good. Holy shit! See, I um. So my explanation for this, like, if this wasn't, if there wasn't one, uh, was that, like, Aquit is just, like, a, a troll, like, his troll name. Because mm-hmm. um, it's six letters, so like, oh, okay, I guess they're getting into some aspect of RP. But that's even better, holy shit. N- Nepeta also references Aquit in in uh, the Carcat walk around. I did not even know that. I'm learning new things about Homestuck today. And then Dave Drew. Aquit in the the volume four ending. Oh, is this supposed? To... Oh, okay, it's all coming together. It's beautiful. <laughs> Damn, that's good. Yeah, that's really like this is really good stuff. I like that a lot. I like connecting this. I Dave and Nepeta, great character pairing, works great. Um, did you catch that? Like when uh. When your vision like starts to go blurry uh, towards the end of that end like of the group ending, where like when um Dave and Nepeta are like talking about uh, their shared interests, like Jade is like making a face. Yeah, I thought that was a cute detail as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like uh the group ending kind of runs with like what we've been seeing recently with like. Uh, Tavers and Kanaya, for instance, where um, it's, like, maybe not characters who have, like, a ton of history in the comic, but uh, it's feeding into this theme of, like, uh, people being healed, like, by, like, being, like, through group support or, like, community support. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just, I think it's just trying to, like... In 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 the sequel to 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 Hive Swap Friends him, uh, we're getting really into uh, having friends is good, strong theme. But you mean you mean to tell me that you 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 see Dave Jade and Napetta in a room together and you don't go oh it's it's like it's like the end of Homestuck where where Dave Petta <laughs> and Jade are there. You you don't think that that doesn't pop into your head. <sighs> I, not really. I mean, like, I guess, like, the, my first thought, I didn't, I, I didn't think about Dave Petta much when I was reading this volume. Um, I, I don't know if that's a personal failure or what, but I felt, I, I, I was, I was like, look, coming at this from like a very, uh, 13 year old version of these characters angle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, <clears throat> The thing that like, yeah, I'm I'm still just surprised. Like I, I the 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 good end, like I have a hard time even figuring if they like if they're which of the good ends to think of as like the like I don't know. I feel like I'm constraining myself too much, but it does really uh, it strikes me as interesting that one of the, like the good endings that's like the the big pester quest group ending um, comes after. Uh, like the bad choice because i feel like 
generally, well, I don't know if that's true. I feel like the, like, grabbing Nepeta and, like, teleporting her to Dave's, or, like, to, to Jade's room was, like, such a, uh, unexpected, like, I feel like this is just a horrible thing to do to this person that I was not, that, like, it's weird that, like, it, the, you just make up in the story so quickly after that. I guess, yeah. The, the speed at which Nepeta recovers, um, it felt a little bit janky to me, but, like, I feel like a dumb asshole if my complaint is Nepeta should have been traumatized in the corner for longer while her uh, cat mom mauled uh, you and your friends. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? But, um, okay, yeah, that bad ending. Uh, what the fuck was up with that? Like, it was frightening is what it was. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I like the choice that was given like mm-hmm. th- like do you make it in time is not like a ch- a choice i i don't know if i like that like the circumstances it, of the bad ending as it a made choice me feel, it made me feel really bad saying no and then seeing like the sheer horror of, of what happened. It's like, why would you say no? Like, why would anybody reasonably pick that outside of the context of wanting to see what happens when you say no? Uh-huh. I mean, it delivers on that. It, I, yeah, it does, but... <laughs> like, I'm, I'm still not over that, like... I, we, we're used to whenever things go really bad in these endings, like, it usually fades to black before the impact happens, but, like... No, Jade just kills Nepeta's mom, and then it just go- it's it. That's it. Like it's all wrong, and you can't fix it. Um, unexpected. Uh, life lesson of of the second bad ending. Jade keeps that thing on her. <laughs> <laughs> Jade stays strapped. God. Um. Yeah, anyth- uh, anything else? Um, I, I, uh, I think we kind of, like, dismiss the Equius ending a little bit. Like, I was a little bit dismissive of, his, like, the fan service ending, but as fan service, I do have to give a lot of points. Yeah, it's nice to see. I mean, as, as far as Nep and Equius stuff go in Homestuck proper, uh, we get that little moment where they meet for the first time in the game. During uh-huh. during that one flash, uh, and then we get all this stuff right before they both die, and like yeah. that's it. <laughs> and even in that, like even in the flash, I don't think we get it. This it's like just a cut in, right? Like it's not a whole. Uh, or I'm thinking. Uh, are you talking about a walk around flash or like a? No, it, a it was. Play flash? It was during, I, I forget which Flash it was, but it was, like, during a montage of, like, the trolls playing the game, and it it shows, like, them meeting for the first time, and Nepeta, like, tackle pounces him. Yeah, okay, and then, like, they fight the, yeah. the, the suburb guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's cute, but not, not a lot. Yeah. Sorry, we're gonna say something? There is an aspect of this that I like about the way Nepeta is written. Uh, everybody likes to bring up how, uh, in terms of 
autism representation in Homestuck. Uh, the only evidence of Nepeta being autistic is Carcat saying it in like a mean way. Uh, yeah, like Carcat calling her autistic in a way that like you would call a furry autistic if you were a mean spirited person online yeah. in 2011 and 12. Yeah. And then I think there was like a jokey confirmation from Hussey on like his form spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, there are like certain moments in this where I can tell that they're trying to write her as autistic in like a more tasteful way. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I like it. I, I, yeah. I, I feel like it's doing justice to like a decade old meme that, that was very <laughs> mean spirited at the time. Yeah, yeah. I I can't speak too much as to like writing disability, but um it does it is nice to like the Nepeta being autistic isn't just like a the butt of a mean joke. Yeah. Um Yeah, uh what was I gonna say? Um I was gonna oh yeah. Uh I feel like also, um with, like, the added backstory or, like, just kind of the ad, like, the renewed focus on how Nepeta lives separate from civilization, like, I feel like that makes, that, like, kind of makes the relationship between Nepeta and Equius a lot more believable from Nepeta's end. Yeah. Where, like, with this added layer of, like, Nepeta having been, like, born into a normal troll, like, normal alternative society... Uh, and then being removed from it, and then, like, her staying in the waste for the rest of her life is, like, a self-defense mechanism. Um, I think that it makes a lot more sense with, like, that as the focus that, like, she would be in, like, be interested in or, like, not be bothered by or, like, just be fascinated by, like, Equus's whole obsession with um the caste system. Uh, and I think that, like, the the Nepeta Equius and, like, these two characters in general are, like, a lot more, uh, they're both done a lot of service, I think, by the work that was done in Equius's route and, like, making his obsession with, um, uh, class into, uh, like, more of a character thing and not just, like, a, a cartoonish evil trait. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I liked this a ton. I think it did a lot towards uh, making Nepeta a, a real character on screen for a little bit. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um. Any any other thoughts on this before we go on to Solix? Um. I don't think so. <sighs> yeah, I'm good. Okay. All right. Uh. Okay. Uh. Solix, then. All right. So, um, I like let, let's start with uh recapping what happens in the round. So, um, Solix. So, unlike usual, uh, we are for once uh not moping around and uh not finding a troll out of circumstance or just because. Uh, today in Solix's route, we are on a mission from Carcat. To meet it with Solix, uh, in a harebrained scheme to help him, uh, recover from, uh, his girlfriend ghosting him, we hear it. That's, a mm. <laughs> that's one way to describe <laughs> what happened. <laughs> it's 
Um, I do think that is a hilarious description of, like, and, like, it's hilarious to think that, like, Carcat would put us up to all this, and the most he ever fills us in on, uh, Solix getting pulled into the middle of this insane flarp power struggle in which he is psychically forced to murder his best friend, literally in front of his own eyes. Uh, and, and Carcat is like, his girlfriend ghosted him. Like, <laughs> I fucking love Carcat. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that's why we're here. We are waiting at a train station for Solix to arrive so we can intercept him on his way to hang out with another friend. Uh, as we sit around and wait, uh, our mind starts to wander uh, to Doc Scratch, who seems the most likely to be our ultimate enemy in this situation, or in this story. Um, and uh, we, we just kind of wonder, like, we're just still doing this whole friend thing, this whole friend song and dance, because it's what we do. And we have no way of knowing if we're playing into his hands or not, or really whose hands we could be playing into uh, at all. Um, but we're here, so uh, God damn it, we're gonna we're gonna make Solix's day a little bit better. Uh, speak of the devil, uh, Solix appears. Uh, we see him get off a train, um, and we have the option to try to approach him immediately uh, or to wait. Uh, valuable lesson here, folks. Uh, if you want to accost somebody in public without them escaping, do it on the train. Uh, that's what we're learning today. Um, if we, because if we choose to approach Solix uh, on the platform. Uh, we walk up to him, we introduce ourselves, and we're like, hey, we're Carcat's friend. And Solux is immediately disgusted uh, at this notion. Um, he's He proclaims how sick he is of Carcat trying to set, up, set him up with people. Uh, he says this is just like the last, like the, the, the uh, GZ situation, the Gamzee situation. Um, and uh, before, but before he can leave, uh, we are interrupted by none other than Gamzee, uh, here to provide a comically timed interruption on this bad ending. Uh, Gamzee drives up in this horrible little clown car, um, that he, uh, extracts himself from, uh, and it's like, yo, hey, it's my two favorite people. Uh, Solix fucking flies out of there fast as can be, um... Uh, but we do not have such luxury, so our bad ending for this route is that we go back and we do some more drugs with Gamzee. <laughs> awesome. The fucking little clown car. I'm so happy that we saw it <laughs> in the in the image for the bad end. This is the best addition to to Gamzee lore ever. <laughs> I I yes yes hands down. <laughs> um. And, and just fantastic way to, to to bridge the gap after it was confirmed in Friends Him that cars exist on Alternia. Uh, let's see. So, uh, if we choose to uh to not let our to not make our presence known, it's just uh, to stalk Solix for a little bit longer. Um, we wait around for him to get on his train. Uh, and he gets on his train, and we follow him. Uh, we are, we are sure to be discreet when we're following him, so we wait a couple seconds after he boards to board ourselves, um, and we, uh, to, to make sure that our presence goes unannounced, we sit directly across from him and stare at him, right in the face for a little bit. Uh, 
Solix, before much longer, takes notice uh, that we are attempting to make eye contact with him. Um, and he asks if we're okay. Uh, we're like, oh yeah, we're fine. Uh, and he's like, alright, cool. Uh, I'm gonna play a game on my phone. And he pulls out his phone and he plays, starts playing a game on his phone. Um, we take his cue and we pull out our own phone, which we have, I guess. Uh, first mention of it uh, so far, but we, we do still have our phone. I guess that was... Yay! I, <laughs> Continuity! I, I, I can only assume it'll be important for us to know that uh, in a couple volumes. Um, so yeah, uh, we follow his lead, we start browsing our phone, we see we've missed out on a lot of plans with our friends, uh, and we feel bad about it. Um, but uh, not to be distracted from our mission, uh, we consider now that uh, Solix is using his phone sideways, he's playing a game on his phone. Um, this is a perfect in to let Solix know that we are a fellow uh, trustworthy and relatable gamer. Uh, so we start trying to earn Solix's respect by talking about how much we love gamers and gaming to nobody in particular. Uh, MS3 Reader just starts shouting about how much they love Minecraft and uh, what's the what's the Metal Gear analog in this in this chapter? Oh, shit, I didn't um, write it down. <laughs> attack drone in solid state. Um, I don't even know what the fuck that's supposed to mean, but I love it. Uh, we make ourselves known, uh, we make our, our status as a gamer, uh, known by just going off, just going off about how much oh, we, we love all this shit. Uh, Solix again, uh, asks us if we're okay. He's like, all right, are, are you good? Like for real? And we again are like, no, we're, we're, we're perfectly fine. We reassure you. Um... And, uh, Solix unexpectedly, uh, gets kind of friendly with us. Um, he introduces himself. He's like, hey, I'm Solix. Uh, and he, well, we were, we were like, oh, hey, great to meet you. And he's like, well, I know who you are. You've been, you're the alien who's been messaging me, uh, nonstop for the past two weeks and totally not respecting my boundaries. <laughs> Again, uh, I love Carcat. Amazing, amazing Carcat scheme. Um, <laughs> uh, so, let's see. Uh, Solis introduces himself to us. Um, so yeah, uh, he knows us. We've been harassing him on Trollsome already for weeks now. Uh, but he's in a good mood. He's willing to give us another chance. Which, uh, to me, is... This is egregiously out of character for Solis. This is incredible. Uh, but you know what? I'm not going to question it. Uh, Solix is nice to us, um, but, and, uh, just as our conversation starts to get rolling, uh, the train shakes, and a troll near us, uh, pokes her head up from under their blanket on their seat, and it's like, hey, can you keep it down? I'm trying to sleep here. Um, Solix freaks out at this, uh, and is like, alright, we have to get out now, uh, this guy's about to die, and we're about to die with him if we don't get the fuck out of here. Um, and so in response to him freaking out, uh, we can either choose to get him out of there, uh, or reassure him that everything's gonna be fine. Um, if we stay, or if we zap away, uh, again, another, second, second route in this, or second, uh, route in this volume that involves, uh, surprise zap. Uh, if we surprise zap Solix away, uh, we end up in front of John's house, and we start 
and as Solix looks around and it's like, where the fuck are we? Uh, MS Reader starts to try to reassure him that everything's okay. Um, he starts going into, or they start going into how like, hey, you'll love John. Uh, John also loves programming, but they're probably not as good as his car cat. Uh, you're gonna love this cool kid, Dave. You share a lot of interest with him. And Solix again just stops us and is like, this is so fucking weird that I have an alien stalker who is knows all the shit about my life. Can we just not do this? And he flies away. And there's our bad ending. Um, Damn. Let's see. If we stay and reassure Solix everything is okay, uh, against our own canon knowledge, um, then the train stops rumbling, um, and Solix momentarily calms down and stops freaking out once you don't both die. Um, you're both confused at this. I mean, what the fuck just happened, right? Uh, but Solix explains, uh, his whole voice of the imminently deceased thing. Um, which, now that it's being explained, uh, properly, does, it does sound pretty silly. Um, it's, it's really, the, the scene of, like, uh, Stranger on public transit asks Solix to keep it down. And he just freaks out immediately. Very funny. Um, but uh, nonetheless, uh, this was the first instance where Solix's powers uh, betrayed him uh, insofar as that what he was expecting to happen didn't happen. Um, we reassure him that, you know, we don't know what it means, but us not being dead is probably a good thing. And uh, he's like, yeah, uh, it's it's not bad. You're right. Um, and he apologized to us for freaking out. Uh, so, we sit around, uh, on the train awkwardly for a couple more minutes, uh, until we get to Solix's stop. Um, Solix indicates that, uh, this is his stop, um, and, uh, as he's getting off the tr- as he's preparing to get up, uh, he asks if we know Kanaya. Um, and we say, uh, yes, we do, uh, we love Kanaya. Um, and he invites us to, uh, come along with him on his visit. Uh... That uh, uh, noting that we are a lot less annoying than he expected, based on what you heard from Carcat and Teresi. Uh, he invites us to hang on. Uh, and uh, psionically, uh, I don't know what you call it. Uh, speed boosts us on over there. We we fly on over at at, at psychic speed. Um, once we arrive at Kanaya's house, uh. She welcomes us in, uh, but she is surprised uh, to see MSP, MSPA reader there. Um, so uh, we uh, once we arrive, uh, we inquire as to why it is that we didn't that Solix didn't just fly all the way over here. Why why did we meet Solix uh, on the first leg of his trip via public transit, and then the second trip, the second leg of the trip was just a psychic blasting over. Um, Solix, uh, hand waves away and is like, hey, you know, can't a guy just be really jazzed about public transit? Um, but, uh, Kanaya brings him back down to Earth and reminds him and us that Solix is still a young troll and that she would prefer that he didn't try to make the entire trip over using his psychic powers because she doesn't want to be scraping his brains off of her front door. (laughs) Um, Kanaya turns back to us, uh, and Solix excuses our presence by saying, uh, that he needed an extra pair of hands, uh, for once today. Um, Kanaya, uh, playfully, uh, chides him for making up excuses, but the tone is friendly, and we can tell that we are not unwelcome here. Um, 
we discover why Sox is here as well, which is to uh, not so much fix as replace Kanaya's PC, which she appears to have destroyed uh, wholesale with a chainsaw. Um, so Sox uh, starts getting computer equipment uh, out of his inventory and setting up, and uh, Kanaya pulls aside to talk to us. Um, she congratulates us on uh, Sox's improvement. She comments the, how impressive it is to see him like this. Um, and she tells us about how uh, there was an incident recently uh, that she won't go too into detail on, but does let us know uh, that there was a major falling out in their friend group that left one person dead and three severely injured, and Solix was forced to play a rather unpleasant role in it. Um, and uh, she's really happy to see him out and about and talking to people because after that happened, he became very withdrawn. Um and took all that responsibility for what happened to Aradia on himself. Uh, which is just horrible. Just horrible stuff. Yeah. Uh, I feel so bad for poor Solix. Um, Kanaya makes a joke. Kanaya, uh, she likes the boodle about making a joke about how um, Solix wouldn't talk to her for a long time, uh, but once he acknowledged her medical condition of uh, being bulge-cursed by Vriska... <laughs> Uh, he started hanging out with her again. Um, this is, this is a great joke that I feel like probably flew over the heads of anybody who didn't see a, the specific Tumblr post that it's referencing yeah. a decade ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, it's, what, how does it go? It's like, that's the, that's the wizard who cursed my dick or something. It, it's along those lines. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it, it Great Kanaya moment. Um, so, uh, after this, uh, Solix announces that he's done. Um, and, uh, he invites Kanaya over to look at some stuff on her new PC. Um, among which, uh, seems to include, uh, embarrassing childhood photos, which, tragically, uh, we are just not privy to. Um, we understand for once that, uh, it is, it is just beyond our boundaries to to be part of this conversation and that, uh, we should just respect it. Um, and so we do, uh, after a little bit, uh, can I and Salk come back over to us to include us in the conversation again? Um, uh, can I, uh, brings up a surprise to Salk of seeing him with company, um, and asks how things are going with the fairy. Uh, and Salk is like, it's going, it's going. She's not as boring as I thought, you know, things are going good. Um, and we, we think to ourselves, you know, maybe Solix is a bit more of a Chad than we first took him for. <laughs> it says that. It says that. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, we ask how it is that Kanaya gets to introduce Solix to people and Karkat doesn't. Um, and Kanaya and Solix are just like, are uh, they turn to us and I think what uh, Solix says is no offense, but Karkat has no filter on who he lets into his life. <laughs> um, Kanaya and Kanaya agrees with him, which is, again, I think a, a very funny extra dynamic, adds an extra dynamic to the friend group, uh, the Alternian friend group that I hadn't considered before. Yeah. Um, so after that, so yeah, we, we talk about that a little bit. Um, and uh, before long, Solix excuses us both. Um, it's like, hey, I got stuff to do. He turns to us, he's like, hey, so the reason we're not staying over is because, like, you're obviously not the same age as us, and that would be weird. Uh, but you seem pretty cool. 
you want to get ice cream on the way back? Uh, and we're like, I would love to get ice cream on the way back. And we get ice cream on the way back. And we're friends. And it's awesome. Yay. Um, ice cream. <laughs> yeah. So I know you're the premier sellouts like you're here. So I'm going to I'm gonna ask you what you thought of this one. I fucking love this one. Solix yeah. is so funny. <laughs> He's really good. Uh, the Solix is so abrasive in like a really funny way. Is abrasive the right word? Uh, I I think so. Um, he's certainly like uh. Okay, that that is the word I was looking for. Uh, yeah. Using Solix to showcase how fucking weird MSPA Reader is is really good. Uh, yeah. There, there's also yeah. like all the Solix being a gamer stuff, which I mean, like it was you you could you could get get to that conclusion with what's what's in Homestuck. Uh, <laughs> but it's 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 definitely a more modernized interpretation of Solix, uh, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy it. I like the. <laughs> I like the concept of Solix possibly calling us slurs we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love I love seeing I love seeing his the way his shoulders slope. He just like me for real. Yeah. <laughs> uh that one sprite where he looks just entirely disgusted is so funny. It's great. Um I I really love this route. Uh I do like the Kanaya stuff too. I like that Kanaya's here. Mm-hmm. I, I I I think it's interesting that they keep using Kanaya to like like bring the 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 friend group together in like a I, deeper way. I, yeah, I think that that I didn't really think about that before, but I Kanaya being like the the third character in so many of these routes, like um is. Also fits well with her being like the uh with her role in Homestuck as being she's like the auspice this character yeah so that is a good role for her I think um yeah I I really like this too I thought this was just shockingly great um again nothing against Saul I have nothing against Solix but uh he's never really been a character that like I was like super like I didn't really care a ton about him um but uh the way he's written in this is great he's very funny um and he's also like he not only is he funny but like he's a much more of like a relatable like kind of a once you get to know him like he might be an asshole but he seems like a decent guy like he just seemed like a very believable character that I I found myself liking a lot in this. Yeah. Um. I. What do you think of like the the unexpected growth we saw out of MSB Reader in this one? Growth. Uh, there was there was growth in this character development. There was a whole part where they were they were going over the most tantalizing, embarrassing baby photos okay. that we could have ever seen, and we're like, "What if we just? What if we? What if we didn't teleport behind them and look at them?" Yeah, that that's good growth, but also at the same time, there's like a lot more to to that than you seem to be aware of. Uh, Am I just stupid? Um the the pictures scene uh, is is. 
they've done it again. They've put gender in our homestuck. Uh, that is supposed to be a confirmation that Solix is trans. Oh, uh, th- I missed that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, 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 it wasn't like a Toblerone wish or anything. They just wanted to put that in there, which I think is awesome. I actually, when I was like reading it, um, I was like one like, uh, there was the comment on like uh, uh, what was it like his like whatever he's doing with his hair, yeah, um, and like clothes can I made for him, and like, I thought it was like I I didn't I never yeah I, I that went over my head completely yeah that's that's what that's supposed to be um that I don't I don't think they said anything about it when this volume was released, but. There, there was a word of God moment when the next volume came out where, like, uh, Aisha made a tweet that was a message from Hussey uh, about um, Aridan and Solix. And we'll, we'll get to talk about that next week once we once we talk oh. about the Aridan route. Uh, but it, it, like, explicitly said, like, in that Hussey message, Hussey basically saying, yeah, Solix is trans. All right, I you learn something new every day. Good for him. Yeah, uh, I love this rap. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um. Also, th- also, I, I gotta recap. I gotta re. I gotta re- go. Go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, the the, <laughs> I think this is a really funny way of going about it. Uh, the 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 hussy message also confirms that. Solixander is Solix's full chosen name. Like <laughs> Solix picked that name when he transed his gender. His full I... name is Solixander. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, this is like this is reframing the whole thing for me now because like I thought I assumed that that was like um like a, a pet name that Kanaya had right like that's what that comes across as um that's very funny that it's like actually just like a dumb name that he picked um it's good <laughs> I feel like I've seen a lot of memes I've seen a lot of memes that are like uh like from trans people like picking as astute like a a, a bad or like a dumb sounding first name um when they first come out and solixander i feel like solixander would work in every single one of those i've ever seen <laughs> um yeah uh let's see what, what else about this did i like a lot uh the um the the bad end i didn't go to an too far into it during the recap, but he does talk about how, um, like, he relates, uh, so, Solix is kind of, like, blackpilled at this point on his future, um, where we're, we're in the, in the early bad end, we, uh, zap him out, then we end up in front of John's house, um, we're, like, trying to encourage him, and be like, it's gonna be okay, uh, and Solix tells us, like, I already, I, I already made this mistake once, so I can't afford to make a mistake again of listening to somebody who told me I could change things. Um, and uh, he says, you know, I know that my future is just going to be uh, as a weapon of war, and I've already gotten my first taste of that, and, you know, the first time has got to be the hardest, right? And that just, like, fucking hit me like a truck. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a really uh, good 
bit of writing for Solux. Oh, um yeah. I I don't know if this just I never paid that much attention because I never was I never gave him like that fair of a shake or what, but like uh the him like being used as a puppet by Briska to kill Aradia, like that would fuck you up really bad. Um, and I, I like that there's a little bit of time given to exploring that in here. Yeah. I don't recall a ton of it from Homestuck. Yeah, it did just kind of happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I think Solix, like, the, Solix on the train being like, listen, you're being kind of weird, but I'm in a good mood, so let's take this from the top like that does so much i think just for making me like him in this route uh he's such a he's such a nice friend yeah um yeah and i, I like that uh, like i said i like the guys here um and uh i i love to see uh the trolls like actually being friends with each other like to us um and like being supportive um, and even, like, talking shit on each other behind their backs a little bit. Uh, I, I think that, like, the comment on how Karkat doesn't have any filter on who he lets into his life is funny. Um, but at the same time, like, the, it, 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 you can tell, like, they're, it comes from, like, a, like, they're, they're friends with Karkat. They're not, like, it, it, they don't say it like, you know, Karkat is friends with a bunch of fucking awful people. They're, like, Karkat has a filter problem. Yeah. Um, I love to see, I love to see the friend group be a friend group. Agree. Um, <laughs> and I love to see Gams just being a fucking weirdo on the periphery of it. That <laughs> I, I, I assume that Carcat is just friends with Gamzy, and like now everybody has to deal with it because they can't kick Gamzy out of the group chat without making Carcat upset. <laughs> this is this is my keg cannon for the dynamic now. Uh, let's see. Anything else in here? Um. I wish I had known that. I wish I had known that uh, that bit about Solix being trans beforehand because I feel like that has just like reframed a lot of uh, a lot of this route. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. Uh. Is is very good. Is very good. <sighs> <laughs> What did you think of the um the description of uh attack drone in solid state? What was the description again? Uh it dis it, it said like the only thing the MSP reader knows about it is that they're anti the games are anti-war. Um eh, but the reason that they were able to make so many of them, or that the director was able to make so many of them is that nobody could figure out what was happening in them for a really long time <laughs> before uh, he got exiled. That checks out. Um, it's it's really funny. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think that kind of covers uh, most of what I had for this. Um, it was really good. It was really good. Uh, anything else you got to add on this? Any more thoughts from the Nepeta route? I think I'm good. I just really enjoyed both of these. Same. I, 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 I was very pleasantly surprised just because these were two characters I didn't have like. I don't. I don't know if I had like any expectations for them, uh, and they were both certified bangers. Yeah. I liked them a lot. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. 
<laughs> I was expecting... I, I, I gotta say, I was expecting the, like, Vriskin Terezi doing Antifa stuff, as it's put in this in this reading. I was thinking that to, like, factor in a little bit more. You expected them to just in the... walk in? I kind of expected, yeah. Uh, Nepeta, we've I, come I, I to enlist like... you. <laughs> I, I feel like um I feel like they're they have not made their last appearance, but I just I don't know what more I can really expect to happen uh with the last with the sea dwellers and then with the alpha kids. I guess we'll see. Um whether I am right or wrong or disappointed or not. You're gonna be disappointed. Let's just go ahead Shit. and set expectations. You're gonna be disappointed. <laughs> That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, I do, th- I, I wasn't really, like, them not, like, being in this at all was kind of, like, the, I, I kind of figured that it was not as big of a deal as I was initially, that, like, it seemed to, but, um, it does feel a little bit awkward that, uh, that whole Vriska route happens, and then that whole Terezi route happens, and then, uh, in the Tavros route, they come, like, Vriska comes by to try to recruit Tavros, and... I don't know. I that gave me the impression that it was going to be a, more of a thing going forward. Um, but I am extremely content to just have these like little character stories too. This was this was fantastic. Yeah. Um, if we have in the absence of anything else, uh, do you want to wrap this one up? Sure. We'll get on our way there. I didn't hear you. So oh, I talked over you again. Oh. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, in that case, uh, what are we reading next week? Next week, we're we're gonna tackle volume ten with the with the sea dwellers, Aridan and Fefri. Our our favorite characters, our actual favorite. Fefri will not say a slur this time. I'm I'm holding you accountable on this one. <laughs> I am holding your ass accountable. <laughs> if she drops a single slur, it's over, buddy. <laughs> um, er- if Aridan doesn't drop a slur, I'll be disappointed. I I, uh, I I I think you are going to be pleasantly surprised by the Aridan route. Oh, let's fucking go, <laughs> dude! <laughs> I hope he says every slur. <laughs> uh, just list just list them all off. I actually don't hope he does it. That would that would be really weird. Um, okay. Uh, do you want to wrap this one up now? Sure. All right. Uh, well, uh, John, would you like to thank our patrons? Uh, after I start thanking our patrons is how we do this, I guess. I would love to. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you all, uh, to our wonderful patrons. Um, Poof the 27th, uh, Michael P., and then the other 11, Ashen 1, Haxus 3, Mel, Tezrak, Amber M, Danny, Caffeine, Gareth F, Simon Martins, Corin, and Darsh. Thank you for money. Thank you all for money. Uh, if you would like to, uh, we, we are kind of winding down on our, our grand schedule of item of content to cover. Uh, but if nonetheless, uh, if you would like to give us money, you can go to patreon.com slash HPcast and you can check out some of the benefits we have there. Uh, we have a uh, we, we can get the episodes early on weekends. Uh, 
We got, uh, you can look at the admin channel in our Discord. Uh, you can get your own, uh, secret patron chat in the Discord. Uh, all, all kinds of, all kinds of things on there. Uh, so if you want to check that out, uh, patreon.com slash hpcast. Um, if you don't, also, that's completely fine, uh, because our second shout out of the day, uh, goes to our listeners in general. Um, free, paid, uh, does not matter, uh, because we love and appreciate you all, um, probably. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, means a lot to be on this journey and have somebody along with for the ride. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, thank you guys. Uh, and, uh, our third shout out again, as always goes out to Alex, our artist and editor. Uh, Alex makes everything that we do around here possible. Um, generally is just the, you know, just the, I would say the greatest and most important member of the HP production team, uh, for sure. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Alex. And uh, with that, uh, we will see you again next time uh, with Volume 10 of Pester Quest, uh, where we will talk to our good, dear friends, Erdin and Um So yeah, see you around. See ya.